0: This music
1: yeah. sort of stuff. <laughs> not the Jaws theme. Yeah. I'm mixing my movies, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Hello and a happy hump day, or Wednesday as most of us call it. Hope you're having a good week so far and welcome to the third of our midweek mini episodes of our Think Like a Brand Not A Bank series of the Rockstar CMO FA Marketing Podcast. Do not adjust your sets, no change to our weekend schedule, just dropping a little something into the feed as we continue to dig into Think Like a Brand Not a Bank, a book by my chum Liz High and our co-author Alison Netzer. In a moment you'll hear from Liz, an insight ninja, marketing strategist, speaker and author has worked with some amazing brands that include Microsoft, Amazon and Dell and more recently has focused on supporting startup and growth fintechs, banks and credit unions to embrace brand thinking. I'm your host, Ian Trusker. I'm no rock star. Just a seasoned B2B CMO with an interesting taste in domain names. And don't be deterred by not a bank in the title of this series, as I'll be on hand looking at how other marketers can apply the research and insights found in this book. The book describes five principles to think like a brand. Last week, we talked about the first of those. Sometimes do the counterintuitive thing. And this week, we dive into the second. Embrace tension and create contradictions. But first... We need to pay the bar tab. I'll be back in a moment. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. You may know you're listening to this
0: show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It, Christy.
1: Welcome back, Liz, to our little mini series "Think Like a Brand," episode number three. How are you?
0: I'm really well, thank you. Uh, Feeling a little bit Monday because it is. uh, Yes. Apart from that, all good.
1: Yes, I should stop talking to you on Monday mornings. And I mean, it's not fair on anybody.
0: Better than Friday night, though, I
1: think. so. Well, I don't know. We've had some good Friday nights. That is um, true. (laughs) But uh, thanks, Liz, for coming back on. Uh, We're going to be talking about uh, the second principle from your book, embrace tension and create contradictions. So, Liz, why should we embrace tension and create contradictions?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we started talking about it a little bit in the last episode, is that... Mm -hmm. To really innovate or to make changes, you really have to step out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And as human beings, we're kind of, we're designed to avoid that kind of feeling of discomfort where you get that kind of, you know, fight or flight uh, kind of instinct. But if you can start to embrace the idea of tension being a positive, then that can have a really dramatic impact on how you think or how you make decisions.
1: Right. Right. I should mention actually, so last week we talked about sometimes do the counterintuitive thing. So it sounds very much it sounds very much like that. That um, you know, doing the counterintuitive thing creates tension, doesn't it? Uh, in that we're we're not doing the doctrine that everybody's already always told us or the way we've always worked. So that creates tension anyway. So what sort of things I mean how do you, how have you found with your clients that you, how do you practically bring that along? Mm. How do you bring that change?
0: Yeah, well, I always um, when I'm when I'm talking about this or if I'm in a workshop and you know we're trying to get there, I sort yeah. of use the example of you're watching a movie mm-hmm. and you know there's the the little girls on the swing and it's just <laughs> she's having a lovely time. The sun is <laughs> shining, the birds are yeah. tweeting, and then suddenly. This music, yeah. sort of stop. <laughs> the yeah. I'm mixing my movies, but you know what I mean. That kind of yeah, music yeah, yeah. that yeah. you've got that you see a beautiful scene that you're very comfortable with, and then you have this mm-hmm. thing that gets injected into the scene that changes mm-hmm. how you feel. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're in a movie, that's a big part of why you enjoy that movie, right. because that tension yeah. being introduced into the film. Mm-hmm. is the thing that allows you when the mother suddenly comes out of the house and takes a little girl in, you go, ah, and you go, and you're like, okay, it's <laughs> fine now. Yeah? Yeah, yeah? So I use that yeah. as an analogy to say, look, sometimes tension is a good thing if you ride it mm-hmm. through to a point mm-hmm. where it allows you to see something differently.
1: Right, right. And I've, um, I've had a, a guest on the show, a B2B marketing, marketing agency, guy who runs Renegade Marketing, a guy called Drew Neiser, and he has this principle, and and the first part of his principle is that marketers need to be courageous. Mm. And that's what I'm kind of hearing, or certainly what I read in the book, is there's a courage needed, isn't there, to do this?
0: Totally. I mean, I think you know. Nice. I'll, I'll give you uh, an example—one that that I really I love, and I, I think you know it's it's well known in the the U.S. market, but I think it's quite interesting because mm-hmm. it's probably not a story that you hear outside of the U.S. much. But mm-hmm. um, when I first moved to Seattle, which is ten years ago now, the mm-hmm. in my local kind of shopping center, there was this little building that was on the corner, and there was always a bunch of people sitting on sofas knitting. Crocheting, <laughs> drinking cups of tea, and it had yeah. a name I couldn't pronounce, which right. now turns out was Umqua Bank. oh so This was something that I'd just never seen, and I couldn't really work out what it was. You know, I went in one mm-hmm. day and they were like, Hi, how, would you like to open an account? And I was like, Okay, but I thought you were like a community <laughs> center or a, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. And it turns out there's such an interesting and innovative um, organization. And part of um, the the leadership of this was a guy called Ray Davis. And Umpqua was set up, it's one of the earliest U.S. financial institutions that was set up to meet the needs of the Oregon loggers. So it was right. bank for, you know, the really early pioneers that were, you know, mm. creating all the wood for the railways, everything like that. And when Ray Davis kind of took over the institution, he had a philosophy that, he wanted to create something that was really different and was hyper-focused on serving customers. Right. So somewhat, you know, out of kind of what you might think to do as a small Oregon loggers bank (laughs) is to go out and he went out, and I mean, I'd love to see his expense account, but he (laughs) studied um, Ritz-Carlton, and what it right. felt like to be a customer or a guest of Ritz Carlton. And mm-hmm. then we've got a a local um department store here called Nordstrom. It's probably like yeah. Selfridge's sort of level. Yeah. Yeah. And um he also went there and they're held up as this family business that just like John Lewis, actually. They're probably closer to yeah. John Lewis and Ethos. Yeah. And um he took everything that he learned from looking at those two really quite left field choices considering the organization Mm -hmm. he worked for and brought it back and applied them at Umpqua. Mm -hmm. And number one was he got rid of all the tellers. He put sofas and all. I mean, this was well ahead of, you know, when Capital One was doing cafes. He just made them really comfortable places to be. He put them in really unusual community locations. Mm -hmm. So they became not just a bank, they became a community. Right. And, um, they called them stores. They don't have branches; they have stores,
1: right, and yeah. is that what you mean by the contradiction? Is this yeah. this this that mm-hmm. that the, the, they'd create it they, they'd embrace yeah. that contradiction that that their that experience is nothing like what you would expect from a bank
0: exactly, yeah, and it's yeah. based on the experience of Nordstrom
1: mm. and he
0: built it around the Nordstrom work ethic. He looked yeah. at how his um, employees were, you know, they were, they weren't bankers, mm. you know, they were yeah. customer service people. They were yeah,
1: frontline. No, yeah, I've heard a lot about Nordstrom, as I know you have too, mm-hmm. because we used to, both work for the same boss, yeah. who was or who was trained, really. I think in yeah. at Nordstrom spent a lot of his career at Nordstrom, and really, and we were a customer experience agency yeah. at the time, yeah and um, and he, he and that was part of his ethos, wasn't it, it was, mm-hmm. of, of how Nordstrom worked, certainly yeah. back in the day. I mean, yeah. I don't know if the experience is the same at Nordstrom, but yeah. Um, yeah. so you you hear that a lot. So, ha, so. If we're talking about the practical ways of doing that, part, so you're studying you're studying an industry that's perhaps a little bit not like yours. Yeah. Um, and because obviously you're you're coming at this from a financial institutions mm-hmm. perspective, but yep. if I'm thinking about it from a B two B tech perspective yep. or another perspective, look at the how it's done elsewhere rather than how it's done by your competitors. So we're kind of getting out of that dogma. What yep. else do you think that? How else do you think we should do this? Embrace tension and create contradiction.
0: Yeah. So I think another another one is to think about how you how you make decisions and who makes decisions Mm. in your organization. Now, this is obviously, you know, pretty acute for banks, but I think applies Mm. to every single brand. Mm. So right now in the world of banking, most banks are organized around silos and they're organized around customer groups or products. Chief right. loan officer, chief lending officer, chief retail officer, right. chief commercial officer, CFO, mm-hmm. COO. So if you think that is your decision-making forum, mm-hmm. you're going to make decisions that are about your silo and your expertise. Now, the expertise is critical in the decisions, so I'm not advocating right. get rid of all that. Right. But what about if you had a different set of roles? Yeah. Right. What about if right. you, and we're seeing more of these coming into banking, you mm. know, digital transformation officer. What if you had right. a mission director? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, what if you had a chief growth officer, sorry, instead of a CMO? Yeah. Because yeah. you're going to do things differently.
1: Well, yeah i mean we're seeing that chief growth officer role certainly in in b2b uh, and in b2b tech firms where sales and marketing kind of being brought together which is that similar sort of de-siloing of your organization and i also think that to your point is i guess if i run the loans department every customer problem uh, every you know my my hammer of a loan is going to solve that problem right it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like exactly. a surgeon in a in a hospital that the, the, the problem can be solved with surgery rather than yeah. with some other some other treatment so we're so we're looking at our roles and changing our organizations which isn't a simple thing to do but presumably mm-hmm. you know you've got to be kind of that catalyst for change right if you're a marketer in that kind of organization yeah completely. and I'm not sure many people would vote for having a a chief growth officer yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I know uh, and then and, and then you were talking in the book about um, the tension between simplicity and complexity and I, I like this because mm-hmm. I see this so much in, in b2b tech about um, simplicity and complexity it's trying to express simplicity while solving a complex problem and be and making it clear that you're aware of the complex problem so what do you how do you see that from a financial um, mm-hmm. service perspective from your your
0: I mean, it's You're it's fine. really interesting. I always use the, the phrase, uh, stop when you get to a yes. <laughs>
1: right. Because
0: the inclination for,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, banks, I mean, lots of businesses is just to keep on adding. Uh, one of the, yeah. the exercises that we suggest yes. that you do in the book is, and again, I apologize, this is obviously a US centric example. Go on and look at the Bank of America website. Mm-hmm. With the mindset of being a small business. Right. And then go on and look at the square or block as it is now yeah. website and yeah. um take a look at that. Yeah. Now they are right. it just sums up this stop when you get to a yes thing yeah. completely. Yeah. yeah. So it's about refining to what really matters and knowing who mm-hmm. your target market is. So, because most banks have grown up assuming their market is everyone, they've shoved yeah. everything into them.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I made the same decision um, when when I formed my business. Is uh, previously when I formed my business years ago, I just went through a high street bank, and I won't name who it was. And it was you spoke to a twelve year old bank manager or a yeah. new business manager, mm-hmm. and explain. You know, and it was just horrible. And yet, you sign up for one of these new startup banks. And you're up and running within the day and there's no, you don't have to go see nobody, you don't have to, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, it just happens. And then they, they run multi, so I can have uh, different, um, uh, different currencies, mm-hmm. all sort of things, but very, very focused on me as a business and they don't do um, you know any other any other of the financial products i might need in my life they don't do any of those yep. but they do absolutely focus on, on that so i think that's really interesting so when you say stop when you get a yes is find that niche is yeah. what you're saying isn't it yeah. and really double down on that that's, yeah percent. That's, that's great right right and so when you're saying that in terms of embracing tension and creating contradictions is the tension then within the organization say look no we want to serve everybody i mean i see this so much in marketing yeah. and b2b is we we wanna serve everybody. We don't wanna we don't wanna say no to anything. Yeah. Is that the contradiction? That yeah.
0: is exactly the contradiction. And you know, yeah. that's that's a lot of pressure for you know, particularly yeah. community banks where you've got yeah. a geography that you're you're responsible for, a community that you're deeply connected yeah. to. It's a big yeah. decision to go, actually, we think if we want to grow as a bank, therefore serve our customers mm-hmm. more effectively, we need to mm-hmm. focus on doing A smaller thing but doing it in a really unique and different and high value way that's a tough conversation to have at a board
1: level yeah yeah well I mean you I I like that term community because that's exactly Mm -hmm. it isn't it we're trying to find a community or tribe in terms of the bank that I use their community and tribe is small businesses in the UK you know, and so it's it's making sure you know who it is you're talking to. I love that. Anyway, just um well looking at the time. So what, what are the what's some good examples of brands that you've seen that have done this very thing? So
0: I mean I think one of the 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 ones that I really love is is Lego. So yeah, you know we we all played with Lego when we were kids, and Lego yeah. was a bunch of different colored bricks that came in ones, twos, fours, eights, and if you're really rich, those big green things that you put them all on. <laughs> um, yeah. And that was that was what Lego was. Yeah. And. If you can imagine that we're now in a world where there are theme parks, there Mm -hmm. are, it costs a hundred bucks minimum for a franchised Mm -hmm. Lego build-it set that comes in everything from Star Wars to, I mean, my my daughter who turned 16 got a bunch of Lego flowers for her 16th birthday and has, you know, spent, Uh two and a half days trying to build this bunch of flowers.
1: Wow. But it's yeah, yeah. still
0: the same thing. It's still bits mm-hmm. of one, four, six, eight. Sure, there's a little bit more shape, a little bit more color. But mm-hmm. they took something that was really core, thought yeah. absolutely outside of the box, and yeah. you know created an entirely new business by embracing yeah. that. How do we go from the, one of the most successful businesses ever To Mm -hmm. something even more successful and really different.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then you look at the demograph demograph that they've Mm -hmm. attracted through that, right? And yeah, you know, you see it on Facebook. You know, Mm -hmm. middle aged people building hugely complex, incredibly Mm -hmm. expensive Lego, and 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 like we were when we were kids, like proud Mm -hmm. of this big tower that we built. And I don't think people smash it up quite as much as i used to. But there you go. That's so that that's a great example. And you already talked about. Umqua, which yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing anywhere near how on am Those no, I think that's a, I, I.
0: I'm still after ten years not entirely sure, and I think I pronounce it slightly differently each time. But I think you're. Probably
1: <laughs> I love it. So, um, out of this um, particular principle, what are the three things that we should remember?
0: So I think for me, it's it's the kind of keep it simple so that, you know, stop mm-hmm. when you get to a yes. So that for me yeah. is number one. Then yeah. there's a bit of the kind of that beautiful things are born from tension. So just really mm-hmm. emphasizing that. Just let it ride out. We're not saying, you know, get really super uncomfortable in meetings. That's not what it's about. It's about thinking about what's your natural strategy. You know, everyone's got a bent towards thinking in a particular way. Just push it out a little bit and just allow yourself to kind of have a a wider perspective on what the future could look like.
1: Yeah. Do you... um just on that and i should have asked you a moment ago when we weren't summarizing but on that it, it, the the challenge a lot of organisation had is it's sort of this group thing you get together mm-hmm. and you have these sort of brand conversations and what you end up with is the things that are least offensive to everybody and therefore yeah. the brand means nothing right but you're talking about, particularly last week as well, where you were talking about counterintuitive thinking. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a bold move, isn't it? And you, you're going to have to risk alienating some of the folks around that table who aren't quite comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Is that. Is, has that been your experience?
0: Uh, yeah, it has, actually. Yeah. Uh, so I think the, the, just kind of pulling it back, because the third thing I was going to say is that I believe very much in this test and learn and move on. Right. Yeah. Right, and that right. is the the to me the practical way to do it if you don't have a team that's aligned around an innovation mindset or a growth mindset, mm-hmm. then what mm-hmm. you need to do is you need to bite off a a smaller mini project right. and right. you make it, you prove it, you go back again, so throw right. data so if- into the mix always. Throw customers yeah. into the mix and get some outside yeah. voices in. You know, that should be what your board is for, yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you've got groupthink here, you know, mm-hmm. who's on your executive board? They should be the ones that are getting you in and out of that groupthink. And if they're not doing yeah. that, then you know, you need to throw some other people in there that are are gonna just help you to to rethink your your mindset.
1: Yeah, it's like the Inquo example is look at other industries. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe maybe bring some folks in from other industries who can, who can give you some advice on what they did. I love that, Liz. Um, so um, when people, uh, I'm I'm upside from going to the show notes of this show, where are they going to find you and where are they going to find a link to the book?
0: Yeah, certainly. So you can find me on LinkedIn, Uh, Liz High. I think there's only one of me, so um, I'm pretty easy (laughs) if you search for that. You can uh, Uh find me on LinkedIn. You can also find me on Twitter, and the account is called Brand Before bank which is the Mm -hmm. letter B and the number four. And then Mm -hmm. finally, we have a a website that accompanies the book, which is conveniently Mm -hmm. called thinklikeabrandbook.com.
1: Love it. All right. Well, I'll include links to all those in the show notes as ever. Very nice to chat to you, Liz. Nice to see you. And enjoy the rest of your Monday. And you. Cheers, Liz. bye Thank you, Liz. So that's a wrap on this week's episode of Think Like a Brand, Not a Bank, special for the Rockstar CMO Effing marketing podcast. I've been your host, Ian Truscott. And thank you for dropping a dime into your podcast podcasting jukebox, selecting our track, and chiving along with us. I will, of course, include links to Liz and her book in the show notes, which you can find on your favourite podcast app or at rockstarcmo.com, where you can also find all our previous episodes. And if you have any feedback or suggestions, spin the dial on the interwebs and say hello on the socials. We are Rockstar CMO just about everywhere. Or email us at hello at rockstarcmo.com. Or please leave a rating or review in your favourite podcast app. I'll be back with our usual show with Jeff and Robert on Saturday, and I'll be talking to Don Richmond, founder of Filmio. Hope you'll again join us for that. Until then, enjoy the rest of your week, and thanks again for listening to Rockstar CMO FM.
0: This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.